If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Blog Talk Radio. Recruiting animal here. Sorry I'm playing the old music. I haven't found anything to replace it yet, but I will. I will. Hey, I'm just going to do a short intro because I have two guests today. I want to tell you something. It's April 18th, 1-8-2018. And when I was a little kid, I thought that women were nicer than men. And uh, you know what? I changed my mind. Since I've been growing up, I've been someone who's thought generally that men and women are pretty much the same. But research shows that there are some differences. Apparently, toy preferences, the toys you like, it's born with you. It's innate. That's a preference. It's not shaped by your parents. And Here's the thing. Most girls will gravitate towards dolls. And most boys, they like cars and trucks and these preferences they emerge as early as nine months of age nine months that's before the kids are aware of gender they don't know the difference Dude, you can't, between you can't say this stuff i'm sorry to jump in here you cannot say this it? man i god it's science jerry no, get no, off no. Your... Oh, you no, dinosaur no. you dinosaur no. let me finish okay yeah. All right. Okay, I, just, I just had to interject. Again, you, you can just say whatever you want. Down here, you okay. can't just say that stuff. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm going to finish. I don't care if you're trying to suppress me, you snowflake. Okay. Anyway, yeah, kids become aware of gender around when they're 18 months old, right? And listen to this. It's even so Jerry's hanging up, okay? Can't take it. It's even true in monkeys. Young female monkeys, they like dolls. And the boy monkeys, they like the wheeled toys, right? Just like the little boys. You know what? And those monkeys, there's nobody encouraging them which toys to like. They don't have parents there saying, play with the truck, Johnny, okay? And some people claim, this is how it relates to recruiting, some people claim that this is one of the reasons that there's not a lot of women in STEM jobs, okay? And now, Jerry, Jerry, what show is this? This is the Recruiting Animal Show. Me, I know how your your breathing usually goes. You usually got top, double that time. I mean, you you it no, sounded no, okay, I but it because was, I didn't hear the other music going on. You blew it. We're a team here, not, dude. I do my well, part. I you gotta do yours, animal. Yeah, and I did, and I did. I'm not paying uh, you for that shout. Uh, no I'll way. To no the tape later. way. No way. I'll listen to you. You stink. Later. You stink. Okay. I was going to say, you're great. Oh, there's the Jerry shout. There's nothing like it. And then you start attacking me because you screwed up. You did half right. a shout. Anyway, next week you get another shot. Thank here's, you, Jerry. I'll thank I'm you gonna anyway. You I'm going to tell you why I'm off focus here, Animal. As you may know, I'm actually in business. I am a recruiter. We are a staffing company. We have consultants working at different customers. A customer of mine, I noticed, hadn't made any payments lately so digging in turns out they've been paying another vendor for my invoices 
they've paid another they, company stupid? nearly $85,000 of my money. And you just woke up to it? You're stupid. No, God damn. I know. I've been working on this for a month and a half. They switched over to this company called Pay Mode. I guess it's some company that manages payments. Who'd have yeah. thought? They suck. Yeah, they do suck. But so do you. You no, wake up at the 85000 85, bucks before you see that you're not getting paid. You're stupid, okay? Hold on. Face it. That, that tells you a little bit more about what I've got going on here than you need to know. But don't brag. It's nothing to brag about and say, you're no, no victim, dude. Jerry. I'm not, a, I'm not like some recruiter sitting here freaking out if the invoice is a day late. Balances uh-huh. come and go, dude. I, yeah. I'm on a whole nother level. You wouldn't even be yeah, able to relate to what I'm talking about. Yeah, you're about. sleeping on the job, and now you're making it. accounts receivable is nothing. That's the difference yeah. between Friday oh, and next oh, Wednesday. Of course, it's I don't even know. 100000 bucks is, is peanuts to him. I'm no, sorry. No, oh, yeah. no, you don't get you don't get. You know, Listen, i got to thank my sponsors so I can start the show, okay? I want to thank my sponsors, Martin Snyder, the boss at PC Recruiter, the Swiss Army knife of recruiting software, Nin Tran, who's the major guest today. Sorry, Perry Block. Nin Tran, the COO of Hire Tool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L, the super-duper sourcing tool, and Nick Livingston, the CEO of Honeit, H-O-N-E-I-T, the online interview technology. That guy's got me trained, I've got to tell you. So let me say, if I say we've got a really, really big shoe today, Jerry, do you know who, I, who I'm imitating? A big shoe. We've got a big, big shoe. shoe. You know who that is? It's, it's you know who that is? Yeah, yeah I didn't course. think you'd know. I don't know that. I, no, I didn't think you'd know. I thought you are too young because this guy, Perry Block, it's, it's all about, you know, what old guys know compared to young people. So I guess you're not young. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we're going to talk I know a lot, and I'm a young guy. Yeah, okay, okay. I'm I've a got this guy I, I, I soak from... in this info all day, every day. I look, out, I look out for information all day long. Yeah, that's why you don't know that people aren't paying you, okay? But let, let me... No, let me hold on you. a second. I've known this was going on now for six weeks, dude. So I yeah. spotted it back when it was like 40-some thousand. Mm. And again... That's a tiny percentage of what's going on over here. Yeah, right. Okay, brag away, Jerry. You're not making bragging a fool away. of yourself. It's, it's just, You're making a fool of yourself. Everybody knows it, okay? Just let me let me do the introduction. You don't even know what you're talking about, dude. We got a lot it's to handle on the show today. It's different when you, have, when you have consultants working all over the place, man. It really is. It's just yeah, okay. a different thing. Well, okay. We'll see what Nin thinks was on in a little while. Because he's in the business. Okay, okay. Yeah, you just got back from vacation. Anyway, uh, Nin Tran. Okay, I'm going to introduce Perry Block first. He's going to take up the first 10 minutes or so talking about his new book. But Nin Tran, you're actually paying for the show. So, I mean, if Perry goes on and on and you say, hey, I heard enough about this guy, you can say, I'm paying for the show. Get rid of him already, okay, Who Nin? Is he? I will listen to you. I will Who listen to you, okay? I know where my bread is buttered. And unlike Jerry, I'm counting the pennies, right? Mean something to me, okay? So let's go. Per- First of all, Perry Block, are you here? Did you I'm show here. Up? Great. Nin Tran. Nin Tran, are you here? Can you answer? Dude, he goes by Marty Tran. He doesn't even know who Nin Tran is. If you yeah, say Marty Tran, are you here? He'll probably say yeah. Okay, Marty Tran, are you here? Can you say yes? We can't hear him anymore. Okay, let me see if his... Uh, Thing is open. Gee whiz, everything goes wrong. I don't know. Well, oh yeah, Nin Tran dropped. He hung up. I guess he doesn't want to hear Perry. Well, we'll go to Perry. <laughs> Perry used to be an HR guy. Perry is an HR guy uh, who wrote a book called Nouveau Old. That's French. Nouveau Old, formerly cute. Okay. It's all about getting older. It costs five bucks on Amazon, American dollars. I had to buy it myself, but I don't mind because I read it. At least I'm most halfway through, and it's pretty funny. I didn't think it would be funny at all, but it is funny. So, Perry, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Animal. Great to meet you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, your Twitter name is at Perry, P-E-R-R-Y, block, B-O-L, B-L-O-C-K, Perry Block, like, you know, and, and your website is perryblock.com if someone wants to buy the book. Now, you say 
Perry, that once you pass a certain age, it's a downhill slide from then on, uh, and you talk a lot about your body becoming all shriveled up. But i got to tell you something. I was watching Sean Penn and the Gunman last night on Netflix. He's 57 years old. He had his shirt off for half the movie. He looks like Superman, and he had a gorgeous girlfriend who's 20 years younger than him, right? So if your body is a mess... When you get old, maybe it's your fault. You know what I'm saying? It's not. It's yeah, not I, do, I do know what you're saying, but to the Sean Penns and the people like that, they have all kinds of trainers and people keeping them in shape, and most of us don't look like them. Yeah, well, why don't you I exercise? Do why don't you go on, um, go on YouTube? I go act, on I YouTube. Actually, I actually do yoga, and um, that's about as uh, energetic as I get. But it still doesn't work. You still decline. You know what? As soon as you yoga is not going to do anything. For, no, no not, yoga is not going to make you a muscle man. It's not going to build you up. Okay? At this <laughs> stage of the game, nothing is going to build me up. Okay. It's all well, downhill. You know, you're just like Jerry. You're just like Jerry. Make a, look, here's, in the book, this is what he says. Helen is 38 years old and a talented artist. And I've become very passionate about her, uh, passionate about her work since I saw her on Facebook in a bikini. Okay, so he's lusting after these younger women and saying because he's older, he's got no chance uh, in hell of having any one of them like him, his shriveled up old prune. Okay, Donald Trump is 25 years older than Melania, not a problem. George Soros is 40 years older than his wife. She's 87, and he's, so he's 87, and she's 43, right? And he was going out with a ballerina before her. How come these guys don't have problems? These guys aren't complaining. Paul, Paul McCartney, he's 18 years older than his wife. What's your problem? Well, there's a little something there about money and life achievements. <laughs> Being on your show is the greatest thing I've ever done, so go figure. Yeah, that's not uh, true because I heard you on some other shows, but they were more boring than this one, okay? Oh, they were. This is the most exciting one by far. My, my yeah. heart is also, just palpitating. I've got to tell you, I, I'll probably feel over. I got partway through your book, and I was asking myself, did this guy take LSD when he was young? Okay? Because. <laughs> who did? Did you? I actually didn't. I took just about everything else, but I knew I wasn't psychologically healthy enough to handle LSD. I was really? pretty much stoned from 1967 to 1974 until uh -huh. disco came in. Then I went to Ludes, but uh, not LSD. I know something was wrong with you because you said Steely Dan is second to the Beatles. I mean, that's absolutely crazy. I figured you did something to screw up your brain, okay? Steely, any Steely Dan fans here? They're nothing special. Steely Dan. You're talking about them like they're ABBA, for God's sakes. I, I Jesus, can you get on with the show here? Oh, this is part of the show. You want to hear the show? If this isn't I, funny, look, we're really in later. Alan, I, got, I know this guy for a few years already on Twitter. He wrote a funny book, and I told him he could come and plug it for the first 10 minutes of the show. Is that okay? You got a question for him? Feel free. Okay? <laughs> when do we get to the it plugging? I know you're plugging. When do I get to plug? Okay, you plug. Go ahead. Okay. Well, what I wanted to say about my book, although it is all about getting older and not liking it, there is no embrace your age. The best is yet to come kind of crap in this book. I have a bad attitude, and I'm proud of it. There's lots of other humor in here, too. There's parody, satire, and what I say, anything else you want, because there's pieces here that don't pertain to that. There's a lot that's relatable, but that's the hook. Uh, so it's it's perfect for boomers, but it would be a fine gift for There's folks There's no boomers here except you, okay? I thought that was true. I think you're okay. close, aren't you, Animal, but not quite. Not quite. Not quite. Although, here's well, just uh, Alan Floor. I told Nin could, that he could cut me off. I didn't say you could cut me off, but you know what? Everyone's free to speak up. I'll ask a few more questions for Perry if he wants to come back another time. He's welcome because he's my friend, okay? Perry says that when you're it's 2010 animal. Yeah, Perry says this is the guy to follow. Perry says, Al, here I'll ask Alan Fleur. Perry says there's a cutoff age when you start to look stupid for doing things you used to do. Okay, 
And, you know, uh, I think women believe that, too. Jerry's going to get mad at this. But I see lots of women sneering at middle-aged men who start garage bands, like when they were young. Jerry, (laughs) is that something that old guys should not really do? Uh, Uh, Dude, ever since I got back in a band, I am shocked. I think uh, that's actually something that guys can do as long as they only play Steely Dan. Okay. Let, uh, let if, if you're in a good band, it doesn't matter how old you are. And okay. the women don't seem to care. That's all I'm going to say. I, luckily, my wife does not listen to this show. <laughs> but I, let me tell you something. It's crazy out there. Get in the band, animal. Yeah, yeah okay, but Jerry's a singer. Shocking. Jerry sent you. Jerry sent right. stage. I bet, the, I bet the drummer doesn't get as much attention as you. No, he's just trying to stay alive. He's pacing yeah. himself back there. Okay. Anyway. Can I tell so, you what's really a problem for me in the cutoff? Yeah, yeah. I'm one of those guys who likes to sit in a uh, coffee shop and stack the little creamer, um, uh, little creamer thingies, um, stack them high. You ever see that? You ever see guys do that and no. they fall over? No. Never Can I say it. something? No. no. If you're not going to use it, please don't touch it. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you mind? Can you leave them alone? Yeah, I see. I see. You really shouldn't do that at any age. I'm finding out now. That's why I bring a little oh, coffee everywhere I go. Okay, no, no, Alan, Floor, and Jerry. I'll ask you both, and, we, and then I'm going to have to kick poor Perry off. Okay. Okay. Or you could stay. You Perry, you could stay for the whole show. I'm not telling you not to. Okay. But but I got a paying customer as well. Okay. Yeah. And, and I, the, the, I, the native. I'd stay, but I think I'd be out of place. Uh, you want to focus okay. on him. Yeah. Okay. But look. Look, he says, uh, Jerry, what, how old yeah. do you think someone is when they're too old to wear their baseball cap backward on their head? Ah, uh, geez, I want to say if, if, if you're past 20, 19, 18, 15. Perry, 15. Perry says 31. Perry says no, 31. No, 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 uh, no. You're just the I, obvious bald guy with the hat on at 31. <laughs> Well, I see. Maybe I, I was optimistic there to say, of course, I'm way past that age. Mm. Okay. If I put One my baseball thing. cap on backwards, I'd probably be going. I'd probably be walking backwards for the rest of my life. Wouldn't fit. Okay. One more thing. You said that no one today would believe that a comedian could have a whole act of just pretending to be drunk, but there were lots of comedians who did that in the past, right? I know. The main one was a guy named Foster Brooks, if you remember. And everybody's yeah, father also, liked Foster Brooks. Young people didn't. And that was his okay. soul. Not only would that be politically wrong now, it wasn't funny. And this okay, guy made well, a big around him. What about Crazy Guggenheim? Yeah, imagine that, making fun of a guy who... You know, okay, i got to get down. rid of you. We've gone, we've gone way into the but, show. You're taking way too life. much time up. Okay, well, Jerry, Jerry hogged part of your time, but what can I do? No, I didn't. Again. That's okay. Yeah, I you enjoy can call it. Perry, you can call in another time if you want. Perryblock.com. I endorse the book. I thought it was funny. He wants to tell you it's about everything. It's not just about getting old. It's 90% about getting old, and it's going to happen to you. Do you want to be a Sean Penn? Make up your t- mind now. Do you want to be Sean Penn, or do you want to be Perry Block, okay? Do you want to be Sean Penn? you got a lot of work to do. <laughs> if you want to be Perry, just be natural. Thank you, Perry, for coming okay, on. Yay! Check it out on Amazon. Google me on Perryblock.com. Amazon. Perryblock.com. Amazon me on okay. Amazon. Okay. Thank you, Animal. Thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Okay, I didn't ask him about dyeing his hair and all that stuff. Nintran, did you call back in yet? Yes, I'm here. Nintran. Oh, thank goodness. You had to hang up during this guy to show me that you resented him coming on before you? I'm sorry. I'm a nice guy, okay? I'm cutting off. Hi, Marty. I picked up on the fact your name is Marty. Oh, oh yeah. You, oh, that's, when you, uh, that's when you hung up with the Marty my stuff. My other name. Oh, see, Jerry? No Marty stuff. That's, Bye, guys. That's colonial. That's colonial. Bye, imposing. You're imposing a Western no, name on No, it's not. You took... Look, man, you told us that Nin Tran also went by the Martin Tran name. Four, five, yeah, six that months. was in the old days. Now he's a mature man. He doesn't have to, you know, try those tricks. <laughs> anyway, Nin Tran. Kind of like uh, John Kruger years ago. Is now John yeah. Mellencamp. 
Yeah, Nin Tran. His his Twitter name is Nin N I N H T R A N zero nine. And you know, I got to tell you, foolishly, I'll criticize him even though he's a sponsor. Foolishly, on LinkedIn, he's Nin Tran zero eight. I mean. Why didn't you make it the same? It's absolutely <laughs> absurd, okay, Nin? Smart enough. Man, zero nine was taken, I think. So okay. I'm you stuck with zero eight. Yeah, I was looking at your pictures from SourceCon and you're the only one who looks healthy there. You should start a good phys ed class. This is my this is my track. And just do some, you know, oh easy goodness. ladies push ups or something like that. Just Get these guys moving you know, out of their chairs. It was awful. You look like a Superman, okay? Everyone there otherwise looks beat up and shabby. Shame on them. Okay, you know what Shannon, speaking of, uh, she did, Shannon looks great. She didn't look that way, but she wasn't in the picture. Shannon Pritchett says, most sorcerers are terrified of the phone. If you want to stand out as a sorcerer, pick up the phone. Do you agree with that? Somebody, I agree with that. This. I do. Um, but the problem is most people don't, including me. I don't pick up the phone on the first call. I don't cold call people as much. The reason why is because we have emails. We have so many other channels on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, WeChat, whatever chat. Um, so many different ways you can engage people that you don't really need to call. Okay, so that's what you said. First, you agreed with her, so you know you don't want to, you know, you know, ma- ma- ruffle her feathers. And then you say you don't agree with her at all, right? Don't pick <laughs> up the phone. I I do agree with Shannon because the point is, if you do one thing and you only focus on one thing too much, there's diminishing marginal return on anything, right? So the best strategy is always do as much. And diversify. Don't put your eggs in one basket. Okay, I don't understand any. I don't understand. That's a non-answer. That's a non-answer. And I'm going to let everybody, if you've got questions for Nin, start thinking of which they are now. I'm going to do an ad. Then we're going to come back, okay? And, and you, guys can, you guys can ask Nin questions. If you, you're mad because of Perry Block, you guys can take over. I don't care, okay? Hey, everybody. Recruiting Animal here for PC Recruiter. You know, here's something I saw on Quora. Actually, Nin wrote it on Quora. I wasn't going to say. He says, recruiting is fragmented. One recruiter is recruiting salespeople in the travel industry. Another one's doing contract technical recruiting in the data space. And the difference is night and day. So when it comes to an applicant tracking system, you know, you can't say that one is for everybody. But I'm going to disagree with him because that's where PC Recruiter stands apart. Ask Marty Snyder. He's not on the line, I don't think. If he is, he can speak up. But he told me, you can be in direct hire, you can be in staffing, you can be an executive headhunter. It doesn't matter. PC Recruiter is configurable. You make it suit you. So it goes right across the spectrum of all kinds of recruiting. It suits you because it's Michael G. Cox. What is it? What's the word? Configurable. Yes! Yes, it's configurable. Okay? So you guys go to PCRecruiter.net and see what I'm talking about. PC Recruiter, if you're a recruiter, they love you. They don't want to impose their workflow system on you. They let you shape it yourself. And if you're afraid of configuring something, don't worry. They've got great support. They'll take good care of you, big or small. You know, you could be a solo recruiter or a recruiter in a big team of recruiters in a big company, but big or small, they fit them all. PCRecruiter.net. Thank you. Does anybody want to ask Nin, the super sorcerer, a uh, question before I go on? No. No? Not one? Ooh, okay. Be brave, guys. Okay, I, well, want to hear, I want to hear from the Oracle. Nin. I just want to hear from the Oracle. Let him talk. Then do you have something that you'd like to say before I ask questions? Go ahead. Then do you I'll want to make a speech? Towards the end. How about that? No, go How say it that? right now. Say it now. Alan wants to hear you. Al, we'll all bow down to Alan, okay? What do you want to say? About time. How about um, 
how about that there's actually a lot of good-looking people at SourceCon? Like Greg Hawks, if you guys saw the picture that Animal posted, he's pretty good-looking. The one with his mouth and saxophone player for the Boston-based Cars band. <laughs> you know that's what? what I don't here. think that's. I don't think that's what Alan wanted to hear. He wants to hear something he can take home and use. He's not going to call that guy for a date, okay? What can Alan take away that you've got to tell him? And don't forget, he's an experienced recruiter. Do you ha- do you ha- do you think you've got anything in your mind that can actually help a person like him? Hmm. You know, I would say that's Alan, a no. You're, that's you're, a no. Uh, Alan, advantage. ask a better question. Alan, ask a better question. Come on. Nin, I love the product. I use it. I appreciate it. I'm trying to get budget to pay for it, an, an upgrade. I just wanted to say I love the upgrade. I love the product. And uh, anything, what, what, what are a couple of things that you found were most helpful in the upgrade that the users were looking for? And, and uh, what have you done with that? You mean in the in the higher tool three dot yeah. Okay. You wanna tell us what you've added to the tool? I mean he's doing your ad for you. Go ahead. Alan, thank you so much for your support. Um in the newest version that we released just this week, beginning Monday to Thursday, we have made the system faster, more accurate, and essentially build out the AI so it actually takes feedback and learns from every user's input and over time it should really become like your sourcing best friend your assistant that can get you the right people faster it used to be you have to wait 30 minutes to get to 300 people now it's lightning speed in a couple seconds you create a project you tell it what you want what you don't want and voila uh, in the yeah, next, let's, well, let me ask it. Let probably, me ask a question. Yeah. This AI, the artificial intelligence uh, element, there. You said it learns, but if you're doing two different searches, what is it? What does it learn from the first search that it's going to help you with in the second? So, Animal, the learning is called preferential learning model, and it's limited based on the search. So it can learn every different search differently. Right, so you can create a project for sales guys. You can create a project for engineers, and you can, for example, give it ten people that you've hired for the sales role before, and they'll recommend you people like that. And for the engineers, let's say, does anybody get? Did anybody understand that? (laughs) Did anybody get anything out of that? No. I said, what does it learn in the first search that it it takes to the second? And you, you said, oh, well, you can have a sales search, an engineering search. I don't know. What, what did you say? Let, let's just say that it tries to figure out a pattern between the people that you like and the people that you don't like. And it will Can't give you, you be more, more concrete people. than that? Can't you, you, know, you should be supporting me with concrete answers. You're paying for the show. Come on. Say, this is exactly how it's going to manifest itself, this AI. Because you know what? I must have read 100 articles, or two dozen, or a dozen maybe articles about AI. I don't know what they're talking about. It's never well-defined, okay? So let's move on. If somebody's got a question, just speak up, okay? My questions, uh, you know, I'm not saying they're so good. But two years ago, you answered a lot of questions on Quora. You were the big expert giving out all kinds of advice. I don't think you were 30 years old, but you were talking to these other engineers like you were, you know, their dad, okay? So, first of all, you said you said something about business development. I want to know if you still believe it. Somebody said, how do I get clients as an independent recruiter? That's something we're very interested in this show. Uh, you can ask Jerry. I always ask this question now. And you said the first answer you gave was email and cold calling. Do you still believe that? Hundred percent, yes. Jerry, did you hear that? Email cold calling is yeah, one it. way to get hear I'm hearing it. I'm feeling it. So, so let's say I cold call someone and I want to do some recruiting for them. What do I say? And because I got to say something else, Nin says, if I'm not mistaken, that you were offered a, a sales job where you could have made two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, but you went to Google instead, so you'd have a better work-life balance. Okay, but so, so so you're qualified, right, as a salesperson, and and so I want to know if you were cold calling someone to pick up business, what would you do? How, what would you say? 
So before you, I would start the cold calling, I would work the process of getting my leads, right? The cold call. One way to get leads that really work for me is going to, for example, AngelList or Crunchbase and look at people or companies that have been recently funded and got money. Once a company gets money, what they do is they hire, right? So you have a reason to call. You can say, hi, Michael. I see that you run Recruiting Animal Show, and I saw that you just got $10 million in funding. Congratulations. I want to introduce myself. My name is Nin. I work at XYZ Recruiting Company, and I focus on IT executive staffing. Are you guys growing today? That's my approach. Anybody got a comment? Anybody got a comment? Anybody got a Jerry? I'm, I'm, I'm unmoved by it. I didn't feel it. You want to elaborate? Tell him why. What? What's wrong with it? Well, I, I didn't feel anything. I don't even know what he was talking about. It sounded like blah blah blah, something something sales. How's it going? Growth deck. I don't know. I thought it made sense. <laughs> I thought it made sense. He goes to AngelList, see who's got money, and says, "Look, I see you got a lot of money. You must be hiring. I want to do business with you. What's wrong yeah, with that?" that every day. Don't they? Believe it or not, Jerry, I actually got a lot of clients out of that. But well, for cold calling, right? You, you usually get about three percent response rate, positive response rate. If you do actually get to talk to the person, just gotta call a couple of times before they pick up, leave a message, email at the same time, and follow up. Right? Fifty percent of the sales is kind of show up, get the connection, and fifty percent is following. What if you call the company? What, what, this is one of my favorite questions and Jerry's least favorite questions. You call the company. You want to speak to Joe Blow or Fred Smith. And uh, so you tell the receptionist, I'd like to speak to Fred. And she says, what's the reason for your call? What are you going to say? Uh, I would say... I'd love to talk to Fred, and it would be really helpful if you could connect with me with him. What's the purpose of this call, Mr. Tran? We got a, a, a private conversation going on over email. I would like to talk to him over the phone if possible. I'm, I'm sorry, Thank I you. can't put you through. I can't put you through until you tell me the reason for your call. It's a personal. It's a personal well, matter. You know, to be. To be honest with you, I'm, I'm, I saw that he's hiring for XYZ role, and uh, I have a perfect Yeah, i got to put you through the HR. He's not taking those calls. Dang. Okay. Thanks. I'll call back later. So then you switch to email, right? That's your answer, right? I would try to find a different way to reach him. So hold on. Let's say then you go to Hire Tool and you see if Hire Tool gives you his personal number. Would you call him on his personal number to ask him to give you business? Of course. Yes. Why not? Okay. Okay. Okay, you know what? It's time for me to do the Hire Tool ad. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I had to let Perry on. I like the guy. Okay? So anyway, hey, everybody. Recruiting Animal here for Hire tool h-i-r-e-t-u-a-l you know what hire tool is the super duper sourcing tool and i've got the boss there the co the, the co-founder he's the guest on the show today so i'm going to let him tell you whatever he wants to about this thing but first i'm going to tell you how it works you go to hiretool.com you tell it what you want and it writes search strings for you you can be ignorant you can be stupid actually not just ignorant but stupid it doesn't matter you just put in normal english and it writes search strings for you and it searches a wide wide range of websites like github facebook linkedin for people it, it gives you a list back the ranked results from top to bottom who matches your your spec more closely you know it right away it guesses what their salaries are it guesses who's most likely to be ready to leave the job and uh you're on your way okay a hire tool uh you can get a free chrome extension at hiretool.com and they just upgraded to hire tool 3.0 
Nin, what should we add to that ad now that you're here? Or should we just leave it at that? Mm-hmm. Tell me. I would I would add that our biggest selling point is that we're not LinkedIn. Ooh. And the reason why the reason why is because we actually want people to have a relationship with us. We take care of them. We make sure that they are successful and know how to use the tool. Okay. And, and I've, I've sat in on a demo. Nin's a nice guy. You bring your tough search. He does the demo. He doesn't pressure you to buy. Uh, if they want to do a demo with you, how do they do that? Uh, Michael, I actually don't do demos anymore. Um, oh, if they want to demo like with a me personally. Okay. Maybe you look stupid. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. No, no, no. No, if they okay, want just to go to the website me, and it gives you the option to do the demo. That was the how about this? Answer. How about this? If uh, if you send that? me personally, if you Michael send me someone that wants a demo with me, I will honor that request. Okay, okay. The other guy's not as good as you, or not as nice. Is that what you're implying with that? No. Anyway, they, uh, they are super nice. Hey, enough of the ad, okay? Alan already gave you an ad. <laughs> You're not paying that much money, okay? And and someone asked on someone asked on Quora, do recruiters lie? Or no, he asked, what do recruiters lie about? And here was your answer: everything and anything, just like any sales rule. Are you kidding me? You 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 know smeared your clients with that kind of answer? Recruiters lie about everything and anything. Can you give me an example? What are you talking about? Okay, so. First of all, Cora is a place where people go and give as as honest answers as possible, and it's not just to clients, okay? Uh, it's just to anyone who asks. Um, do recruiters lie? Yes, that's the honest truth. I mean, if you go to Google and type recruiters are, right, one of the first oh, things that. that will come up. Who does okay, that? Okay, don't do that. Who does that? <laughs> but my point is, who cares Just what like people in think? Any industry, okay? There's good people and there's there's not so good people, right? Mm-hmm. I personally believe that there's there's more of the good guys out there, and that's that's truly what I deeply believe in. But the truth is, there's all kinds of people in the world, right? What do they lie about? That was the question. You didn't say anything and everything. Okay. What so does that mean? What do they lie about? For example, uh, when I did recruiting, so I'll talk about me, not others, uh, one of the things that I did was I always put the maximum compensation. Let's say if the role was for 150 to 200K in base, I always put 200K base to entice people to apply, right? But I didn't tell them, hey, it's, it's a range. It could be lower. The reason why is because you know, by the time that you actually get a candidate to to a successful interview, to like the team, to like the work and everything else, by the time he gets to the offer, right, compensation is just one of the factors why he or she should accept the offer. And that's when I negotiate down, like, to 180 or 170. I, as a third-party recruiter, am incentivized to – Race the base to 200, right? By Anybody got feedback on me. that? Anybody got feedback? Yeah, go Come ahead. on, there should be people saying, hey, people are going to think you're a liar, you know? You, they come in for 200, and, you know, right away, the next thing they know, they're getting offered 160. That, yeah, some know, people it, say, say that, yeah. Nobody here on the show, because nobody wants to challenge you except me. I'll say it. Dude, that's not the way to go, man. That's bait and switch almost. Who's that, Michael G. Fox? Don't you know any better than to get off the speakerphone so we can hear you? Hi there. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. A couple of weeks ago, he puts us on on hold so his ad plays for 10 minutes, right? Drives me crazy. (laughs) Now he's talking on the speakerphone. So that's bait and switch, and you're saying that's wrong, and then shouldn't be doing that. Is that what you're saying, Michael G. Fox? I said it's pretty close to a bait and switch. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, okay. Anything else to say about that? That's it? Okay. Next question. Thank you. Okay. 
Next question. Nintran, Nin you say you only work 40 hours a week. Uh, and other people say you have to work a lot more than that to, to make money. What's the story there? Uh, I think that was probably my answer when I was at Google. <laughs> I definitely don't work 40 hours a week now. At a startup, you it's, okay, well, no here's choice, what you but, said. Hold on a second. Let let me attack that because you said, sure. I think most successful people just bloat their numbers. It's all a big game people play. Are you playing a game on us now? No. No, I work a lot more than 40 hours a week. Um, so you're eating I your words. You're eating your I words, am, right? Yeah. You were wrong. That was bad advice. You know, I admit also, it, Animal. I was wrong. Okay. Okay. There There's something else. You said a guy asked you. You know what? He says I got a job at a startup, and I got a, an offer at start, startup, and I got an offer at Google. I went to the startup. It fell apart in six months. You know? Do you think I can apply back to Google again? And and you said you said sure. Go back to Google. They're ready to hire you once. They they still like you. Okay. But you said but if I was you, I wouldn't go to Google. I'd go to another startup. You really find the startup world much more exciting. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's the reason why I quit at Google and joined Startup, right? I, I genuinely felt bored and under-challenged at Google because I was there as a quality engineer, and now I get to do so many fun things at Herschel. <laughs> so, so so hold on. If you're a, if you, you, you don't say hire tool. You say hire tool, okay? I, I, know, I know we've got a difference of opinion on how we should do yeah, like that. Game. Uh-huh. For real, that needs to be fixed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I, don't, I don't know who finally agreed to that in some drunken stupor. <laughs> Before this thing really takes off, you might want to you might want to oh shift that a little bit. <laughs> I got a feeling. I got a feeling it has taken off. I don't know why he pays for ads on this show. Everybody's screaming on Facebook all day long. I love it, Nin. It's fantastic. He gets all so so much free advertising. He doesn't have to pay for an ad on this show. Okay. But you know, I actually, I actually challenge that animal. I do. It's because I want to give back to the community. Yeah, this People isn't a charity. Oh, I don't need your charity. Oh, I don't need your charity, okay? <laughs> look, look, hold on a second. I want to search, you, I want to do I want you to think of something. I want you to, I want you to think of something, okay? Now, if you think it's that much more exciting in the uh startup world, and we just saw from that example, the guy took a job six months later, he's out of work, okay? So it's unstable, however. So if you're a recruiter and you're, you know, you're working with startups, they don't have much money, uh, and here's somebody who's got an offer at Google, you know, one of the most famous companies in the world, if not the most famous. Uh, how, do you, uh, how do you sell them on, on your you know, little startup as opposed to Google? I'm going to do an ad. And you think about your answer uh, for when we come back, okay? Hi, everybody. Recruiting Animal here for Honeit, H-O-N-E-I-T, okay? You know, Nick Livingston is the boss over there. He sent me an email this week. Hey, Animal, can you try a new angle on the pitch this week? I want to try talking about the benefits instead of how it works. He doesn't like the way I do my ads, which I think are pretty good. So he sent me this script, okay? So here it is. If you talk to candidates, you're going to love Honit, phone interview technology. Honit automatically schedules, records, and transcribes your phone calls so you can enjoy every conversation without taking notes and never miss a detail. Easily search your conversations or re-listen to key answers a week or a month later. If you hang up the phone and you're on the fence about a candidate, share a few voice insights with your team for a quick second opinion without another phone conversation. When you talk to an all-star, create a quick submit link. Quick submit link. that inclu- I would never say that myself. I'm reading this script, okay? A quick submit link that includes a few key answers for hiring managers to hear great answers to hear the great answers you just heard. This is the first time I'm doing this. Ad. Give me a break, okay? In in the candidate's own words. So if you know, it creates these little clips 
let me put it in proper English. And you can, you know, send a, a clip to a hiring manager. He or she can hear what the candidate has to say. Remember every conversation and remove redundant interview steps with Hone It phone interview technology. The key points to remember are enjoy your conversations, capture and share interview data, and accelerate submittals and reduce interview steps. Okay, if he's here, if Nick is he listens on the line and tries to help me, okay? You're not helping me. I do a better ad than this. But if this is what you want, I'll do it, okay? I'll get you know, Adam, it, it, it is so interesting hearing, hearing a tool described, and it, it gives me deja vu from back when I created the very same tool uh, a decade ago. <laughs> you, you were you were a leader. You were a visionary. You are. A yeah, I mean, I, I wish them the very best with it. I unfortunately, I found that most recruiters, nearly all, are simply not interested in doing any extra work. <laughs> the, the concept is fantastic. I'm sure the tool functions flawlessly. I'm uh, I'm, I'm absolutely positive that it adds a huge value to presenting a candidate to our customers. Unfortunately, our customers say, uh, just send me the resume. Recruiters just say, oh, isn't it easier than that? Oh, I have to hit three buttons. Is there a way to hit two? Can I just hit one button? Well, no. Unfortunately, you have to do a little bit of extra legwork on any of this stuff. Most recruiters don't want to do it. Uh -huh. We all talk about value added and, you know, uh, using using futuristic uh, forward thinking, all that. No, no, recruiters are lazy. But I wish them the yeah. very best. If they, if they need a spokes model, I'm available. Yeah. I, I've okay. been there, done that. <laughs> Hope it goes well. Jerry, Seriously, I know more about that tool than really uh, – I know more about the – the the area of that tool and where it could go than really probably anybody else out there. Uh huh. Yeah. They should I talk. I Jerry. Okay. We should, Jerry's we a should talk. We should talk after the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hold okay. on. Back to Nin. Nin, how are you going to sell someone on a startup as opposed to Google? Did you think it over? Yeah, I, w I would tell them the story why I left Google to join a startup in the first place. I would tell them that most people go there to just clock in for four years, earn their uh, stock, and, and leave to get Google on their resume. But there's not much growth. You're competing with 60,000, 50,000 other people to move up. Even though Google and Googliness and don't be evil, there's still politics, right? So if if you do like actually making things that change people's lives um, and and your product is being built from scratch and you see ideas manifest really fast and you actually have huge impact in things, then startup is the way to go. Okay, but is a startup it, it was, a young person's – is it a young person's game? I mean, could you tell someone who's got two or three children that story when they might be out of a job and – Six months if the startup doesn't go anywhere. No, it's not. It's it's not young person's game, but it is a dedicated and determined person's game. Uh -huh. You I know, noticed, it's not a forty-hour oh, Hold on, I saw the picture of your team. They're all young. They're all young guys. Yeah, we we are. Uh, one of the reasons why is. We suck at we suck. <laughs> Honestly, we suck at engaging and recruiting other people. They're not like us, and we know that problem. You know what? I got to tell you slowly. something. I have to tell you something. I have to tell you something, and I'm going to give you some good advice. You don't have to hire people who aren't like you. Okay? You don't have to. I mean, you guys yes, have you a winning team. A lot. You <laughs> you have a winning. Okay, I gotta tell you, Jerry. Liberties you take with some of your uh, own personal of, business the issues. The I saw everybody. Everybody in this company's Asian, so don't tell me I'm a white racist or anything like that. Okay, these guys have a winning team. Okay, they know what they're doing. They don't have to, you know, go out of their way to try to fit some model of uh, diversity. They know oh, what they're dude, doing. No. Wow. 
I want anything yeah. that I've said or mentioned uh, during this particular show to be redacted, please. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not, they... not Jerry Albright. <laughs> it is San Francisco. They shouldn't discriminate against anybody, but they don't have to say they don't have to say they're doing something wrong. They're doing something oh, right. Is that how you do it? You just don't show animal. We're we're trying okay, to gotcha. figure diversity out for for ourselves, right? Um, so we actually hired more female engineers this time. So we have we have girls on our team. We have women on our team, ladies. And I'm very proud of that actually, uh, because that's the way it should go. When you realize the the hiring process that actually makes a woman uh, successful in a hiring process, it's very different from what normally we used to do, right? So, for example, if you wanted to close a female engineer, maybe during the hiring process or interviewing process, take her out with the whole team for lunch, have like a social aspect to, to that process. And then you can close her the same day. Oh, I see. Take her out for drinks and see how it goes, huh? <laughs> I don't think so, man. <laughs> I don't think so. All right. You don't need to take them out for a drink, Jerry. Just go. Just just show that you're the lead guitarist in a the band. There you go. <laughs> Hold on. Wait a second, Nin. Wait a second. Wait a second, Nin. Are you saying? I want Jerry yeah. to listen to this. Are you saying that women are different from men? Of course. Come what on, man. It's a science are you reading now, Anna? Man, Jerry, you're married, so right? Different. Is your wife different from you, or is she the same? Same Dude, person. I, Two I, I, just keep, I just keep up with the times. There is no difference. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Used to be, but now, no. No way. Not a single will, thing different. I'll be on that. Jerry, and it blew my mind. Animal started off the whole show saying that little boys like to play with trucks and little girls like to play with like not trucks. I'm like, what planet are you on, dude? No way, no way. Hold on, I want everybody listening. Michael G. Cox and Alan Floor. He just said, Nin just said that they discovered there's a different way to close women engineers. Take them out, you know. Be friend, be more friendly, and and you can hire them. They're looking for a different, different kind of relationship. Is that what you're saying, Nin? Yes, because everyone else does the same thing. Gets them in the room, talks to them, tells them, "Hey, tell me more about yourself. What's what's your work experience? Can you do this? X, Y, Z, coding test." And you know, one way to differentiate yourself is have a team dinner, team lunch, or whatever, some social event. Okay. So that she can works. actually go and meet the people, talk to them about things not work-related. It works. Okay. But you know what? Two years ago on Quora, on Quora I'll delete this if you want me to. I'll do what Jerry said, okay? I don't want to get us in trouble. <laughs> but it's, it's, you. someone asked, is it Someone asked, is it really easier to find employment in engineering as a female? And you said, yes, it is. Companies need more skills that women often bring to the table, especially in engineering. So you're saying that women are different, and they're bringing some kind of female skills to the team. Is that what you're saying? Because Jerry's saying absolutely, that's the boot. Yes. yes, absolutely. Uh, what are they so, bringing? Animal. So, Jerry, my wife is an engineer, full-stack engineer and Ernst & Young. She's, I think, one out of ten, ten guys on her team, engineering team. And she's taking care of, like, ten things, ten important critical things on that team. And no one else, no other guy wants to take care of it. She loves doing that. She loves doing onboarding, training, so on and so forth, right? That's good. Cool. That's they, great. A lot of them, they don't care. They, like, sit behind a computer, just do the coding machine, build stuff, and that's it, right? A lot of guys are like that. Michael G. Cox, are we, in, are we on thin ice saying that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm leaving that alone, man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's crazy. I'll tackle it. Crazy world. Out yeah. Okay, Alan Floor? Alan Floor? You're not, you you're not going to like the answer. I would just say that uh, every, I'm every candidate – Hold on. I'd say every candidate is unique. 
I'd say there are some fundamental differences between men and women. Yes. I think in many cases, women listen better than men on the aggregate. And sometimes women can make, have an edge because they historically, and you can read it, they have grown up and they're, they're very, on, in aggregate, they're very good listeners, and that's a really good skill to have. The unfortunate thing is if you look at some of the other studies and articles out there, women are leaving tech at a higher rate than men because the industry is very old boy network and very male-centric male, uh, once you start getting up into the higher ranks. I, I challenge anybody on the call. Tell me what you think. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I've never noticed people. that women are better listeners. I've never personally noticed. I, I haven't noticed <laughs> that, okay? Maybe it's true, but wow. they don't listen to me, okay? <laughs> That's not a male-female really thing, Animal. It has nothing to do with women being better listeners, Animal. What'd you say? You, you're going to say something now, Michael G. Cox? Your courage? <laughs> Them not listening to you has nothing to do, to do with whether or not they are better listeners. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here's here's something else that uh, I love. I love it when people have a blog or they write something so I can throw their words back at them a few years later. You know. Anyway, here's what uh, Nin said. Okay, he said eighty to ninety percent. Eighty to ninety percent of applicants that apply for jobs. Don't qualify for those jobs. Is that true, Nintran? Ninety percent. I actually think that that number is now lower. It's actually one out of a hundred. Yeah, I'd agree with him. That's about right. He's right. You know what? Yeah. Like, so speaking of differences between guys and and women and ladies, right? So guys, even if they don't qualify for half. Of the requirements, we still apply. We don't care. Take our chance, right? But for women, for example, if they don't qualify for at least 60 or most, right, 60 and above, then they don't apply. Really, oh, I read that, that in an article. I read, you're not just picking that of an article. You're saying that's your personal experience. Is that true? That's uh, that's something I've seen personally when, for example, my wife, you know, I can only talk about my myself and my life, right, uh-huh. uh, and verify these theories that float around out there in the world. But yeah, I have encouraged her to apply for more jobs that when she was looking out of school than she would have herself. She would apply uh-huh. for maybe one job a month, right? You know what? I, I gotta tell you, I must be I must yeah, be uh, metrosexual because I wouldn't apply for a job that I really didn't have a least a, a decent fit for it. I, and you're telling me that men think they can do anything even if they're not even close, right? Okay. That's what some well, of the are showing. But, yeah, okay. but that's one of the reasons why you have like hundred to one ratio of people who don't really qualify for jobs. Just yeah, okay. apply, apply, apply. Okay. Now, the final question, we're at the very end. Okay, if you've got something to say, now's your time, but I have a question. You say, well, I'll let you say. Come on, I'll ask a question. next. I'm having fun with you, you know, so next time you can come back and I'll ask you. But what do you want to say as your parting words? Do you want to say something about Hire Tool? Get an extra add-in? Go ahead. All right. Hire Tool's free. Get it today. We have so many new cool things. If you've seen it before, that's cool. Come see it again. And, okay. and thank you, everyone, for your support. I really, really oh, appreciate people it. People love you. i got to tell you, things, I, I, it's incredible. Like, animal, small things like people saying, hey, Heart Troll is awesome. I love it. Just on Facebook, it goes really long way for us. That's not a small thing. <laughs> Someone says, I love your product. <laughs> That's the best thing you could ever want to hear. Even if you just now, like I'm... anything, Heart Troll. I love okay. it. Thank you. Okay. Now, I want to thank Perry Block. He's not listening anymore. Couldn't be bothered to stay on the line. Didn't want to pay long distance. But Michael G. Cox, Alan Floor, Jerry, uh, yeah, the Maureen and, and Kathy weren't here today, but I thank them in absentia. All right? Okay. And uh, my guest today, Nintran from Iron Tool, thank you! Oh, can't be there.